0: So one of the things we've been doing, we've been going through um, a series about disciples, what it is to be a disciple, and then obviously with what happened last week, we kind of shelved that for a bit just so we could focus on the situation that we were going through as a church, and particularly standing with Tunji in in faith in that. And so I thought that what we would do, rather than just move on, as if that kind of didn't happen, um, is kind of we'd look at a few verses in and around what our faith is based on, in regards to our eternal hope if that's all right so um, it's a bit of a I've hooked it into one of our values so we've got lots and lots of different values as a church there's about nine three are for upward three are for inward three are for outwards if you're from Cornerstone you'll be familiar with up in and out Um, and so there's one of our values which is about we live in tents not castles and so what we mean by that is that we're not building a castle here on earth it's not about us building something on earth that's going to last forever. Um, but actually we're just travelling through this life um, in a tent and we're not storing up too much. We travel like, and actually the understanding is that our eternal dwelling is the, 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 the final destination. And so that we're kind of laying up all of our treasure, all of our hope in that destination. Um, and so actually that then helps us rightly grieve someone when they've gone to be with Jesus. Because as we'll see in a minute from some of the verses that's the best place any of us could be is seeing him face unveiled without sickness death or tears, hearing well done good and faithful servant, we've won the race we've completed it well uh, we've, finished, we've finished strong um, and, like what, and I, I was thinking about this talking very specifically about Millie's situation the beautiful thing that just in June she was baptised and uh, apparently Adam had been chatting with Tunji and she was really caught up at that time about the fact that her eternal kind of life would be with Jesus Um, and it's like God had given her something that he knew what was coming he knew everything Um, and it's not unjust actually he had been gracious enough to lead her to that place and now she's she's there and that's just a beautiful thing I think I I was like genuinely got quite emotional as I know Adam did just kind of hearing that Um, and so that's a beautiful beautiful thing. Um, so what we're going to do, I'm going to try and get, I've got eight verses that I'd love us to look at. We're not going to spend a long time doing it, so you're gonna, I'm going to try and get you in threes or fours, if we can. Just going to give you a verse each, and I'm going to give you a, a couple of minutes in your little groups just to talk about it. I don't want you to stay in a big group and say, oh, we will take two verses, because you won't have enough time to even read them, let alone talk about them. Um, and so I'm just going to dish these out, so you, you can have two verses, so two pairs. Is that all right? So if you split into pairs and and just focus on that, I'm going to give you two verses, and you can have two little groups. Is that all right? I'm going to give you. A, I'm, going to give you I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you one. Who's not got one? Can I get you and Adam to join in with Perry? Is that all right? Is that are the boys going to be all right? Is that okay? Oh no, hang on. Yeah, so. Can I make a group, two groups out of you? Is that all right? You can all sit around the same table, but you join in with them. Is that all right? Are the boys going to be okay? Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. And so, have I got your attention, everybody? So what I want you to do is just read your verse that you've got to one another and just talk about it. What does it mean to you? What does it speak to you? Not just thinking about the situation we've talked about, but just for your own life for maybe the life of your family, who may or may not know Jesus, for the life of your friends, who may or may not know Jesus, for your purpose here on earth. What what do these verses mean to you? And then what we're going to do, we're just going to go around all eight verses and we're going to have a little chat about them and then we're done. So um, I'm going to give you about three or four minutes. Is that all right? Brilliant. Go for it. Okay, everyone. Can you start drawing your conversations to a close? That'd be amazing. You're the only one I can pick on. It's all right. Um, right. Okay. So what we're going to do? I'm going to. This is how it's going to work. So you've each got a verse. Hopefully, at the beginning, of it's got a number in a circle, so there should be one to eight. And hopefully I've given them all out. Um, So I'm going to read each one out one at a time. And I'm going to come over to the people that had that one. So I need you to put your hand up when I'm reading your one. And then I'm just going to come over and I'm just going to ask you for like one or two of the things you were saying without giving me an expositional unpacking of it. Just what did it mean to you? Is that all right? So we're all clear on what we're doing? Yeah? Brilliant. It'll all make sense now. You'll figure it out as we go. It's all right. Um, So who's got number one? Brilliant. Okay. So number one is... um, so, this is Jesus talking. He says, I'm the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever b- lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? So, that's not a question I'm asking you. But so, what did this speak to you? Who's going to talk for your pair? One of you's going to have to. I'll do it. So, we, awesome we, now, so everyone can hear uh, we got from it that um, all we have to do is believe in Jesus to be able to be with him and live forever in his world. And even though it says we will die, but we will live in his kingdom yeah and so uh, that's excellent thank you Lewis and Jonathan Um, and so in that one basically Jesus is saying he is the resurrection and the life Um, it's quite scandalous actually Jesus is I think the only deity if you look at all the deities who promises eternal life um, and he's the only um, leader of a religion that's actually died and then supposedly come back to life again Um, And so that sets him apart in some ways, which makes his words in some ways quite interesting. Um, Because if I knew someone who died and then come back to life, I'd certainly want to hear what they had to say about that experience. And he's the only one who's got anything to say about that, other than lots of people on YouTube who say they've had those sort of experiences, which would be interesting to talk to them as well, wouldn't it? Um, (laughs) I think. I know a lot about YouTube. Um, (laughs) Um, But there's this whole thing about we're all going to go through that experience which we call death none of us are promised an eternal reality here we're we're all made to live eternally Uh, the the bible teaches that we've got a spirit um, and that spirit goes on forever Um, you you go to any funeral whether it's people that believe or people that don't we all hold this hope that there's a part of us that goes on forever whether it's going to live up in the fluffy cloud somewhere plucking a ukulele or whatever Um, not a ukulele harp ukulele would be very different wouldn't it (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but we've all got this hope. Every every, every nation, every like we all, we all believe that there's, there's got to be more to life than just, you know, we're a bunch of random molecules that came together. But there's a part of us that should go on. Um, and Jesus is saying, well, actually, that is the case. Um, and I'm the doorway to that experience. So that's a great thing. Who's got number two? Oh, wow. I've got to walk over there again. Um, so this one um, is... Uh, Jesus basically saying he says, "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." So, what did you guys get for that? Um, so, like, so like Jesus was saying that like you, you don't have to be like like the first in this world, and it doesn't matter about like what you have, but like the kingdom of heavens for everyone. That's great. Thank you, Kya and Jonathan. Um, and so, Jesus was saying, "Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom in heaven." And basically, they were saying that you don't have to have it all sewn up. Um, you haven't got to have a perfect life. You haven't got to have the best car, the best job, the best this, this the best that. But actually, Jesus is with those who mourn. He's with those who are in despair. Um, and actually, those are the ones who seem to be first in the queue. Um, and that's, that's a beautiful truth. Um, the next one, number three, um, is Psalm 73. You had number three. It's over here. Um, and this says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Um, and so, who's got that one? What have you got to say on that? We've got, we got two things out of this nice one. And loud, mate. <clears throat> my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart. So physically, um, we, we're not perfect. So we may fail, but God is the strength. Um, and the other bit is, when we die, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is my strength and my portion. So God is forever. Um, so he's he's yeah we've because of that we are we looked up top portion yeah <laughs> brilliant you're, was. Not, you're not destined yeah and so I was chatting with Kevin earlier and we were talking about how we're getting it's been a couple of years, well probably a year since we last chatted, Both I like running, Kevin likes cycling, neither of us have done a lot of running or cycling in the last year or so because our flesh and our heart may foul. our knees are getting creaky our backs are aching, we're starting to show it a little bit, he's lost a bit of weight I've put it on um, and so there's just this sense that a bit like a flower, it's, it blooms in life and then slowly it starts to decay um, and this verse is about that you know like we're like those flowers around are here for a moment and it's like that it's like a snip of a finger in the scope of all eternity um but with god there, there is a promise beyond that um, so again that's a beautiful thing next one verse number four who had that one and up uh, nice and loud um so this one is a longer one it's about the resurrection of the dead and the body being so imperishable and perishable and all that sort of stuff um we were have? just saying as in like when we're born we're born sort of like not perfect and in sin and we're gonna be sinning and we're gonna be yeah doing bad stuff but with god we're perfect and um he makes us perfect and sort of when we die our sort of body will be sort of not there anymore and decaying but our sort of our well our being and our soul and what we are in christ will um obviously be forever and go to heaven with god that's great thank you Um, And so, yeah, this next verse, basically, I won't read it out because it's quite a long one, but it's similar to the last one in that we're born perishable. Um, You think of a banana. um, How long does a banana last? Oh, you're right, darling. She's good. How long does a banana last if you leave it on the side? About a week or two, um, it's very perishable, isn't it? I I don't know about you, there are two different types of people in the world. There are those who think that dates, best before dates, are like, you know, once it's gone past that date, it's like nuclear waste. And then there are those people who think those dates are just on there for a laugh. Um, And you can eat something, and you can eat that thing like three months after it's gone off and it's grown legs and it's walking around the fridge. Um, My wife's one of those people, and I'm the one that's like, this went out of date yesterday, we've got to throw it out. Um, And there's those, like most of those, you often have it's a like marriage you know like you're always married to the opposite one um (laughs) And We're told in the Bible that we're perishable, a bit like that banana. You know, we've got a, a date where it's all going to fail, um, but actually what we then enter into is imperishable. It's a bit like a plastic straw. Our life's never going to wear out in God. Um, whereas at the moment, we're just those horrible cardboard toilet roll straws that you get from McDonald's at the moment that kind of fall apart within five minutes whilst you're having your milkshake. If you've had that experience, um, yeah, you'll know what I'm on about. Um, the next one, number five. Who's got number five? Okay. So Let read it out. Um, for a light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Um, so we were talking about how we don't see it, we don't get it, we might never get it, but we have to trust that what we don't see is better than what we see. Yeah, that's great and so that's the whole thing of like we're traveling through so our our eyes aren't aren't fixed on the here and now not that it's unimportant but actually we're journeying towards a destination i don't know about you has anyone ever done like a long distance event or some or some study gone like to university or something like that when you start a course you're not thinking of like right what i've got to do today you're thinking in four years this is where i want to have got to um, and it's like that with our journey towards God is that we're not thinking about today or necessarily tomorrow we're actually thinking about I want to finish well um, I'll, I'll get my master's results in a few days I know Jacob's just got excellent GCSE results i really really pleased for him um, and so there's this whole sense of like we're journeying towards something and it's not about right now um, although we try and live in the moment actually we've got a sense that there's an eternal reality beyond the moment um, and there's a veil that kind of separates us from that and death is the way through that um, and that's the, the curtain that we're all going to get to go through at some point. Who's got number six? Okay, Jerry and Sarah. Yeah, we're confident we prefer to be away from body and at home with the Lord. Really, do we need to say more? We're, we're just here for a, for a limited period of time, yet the rest of our eternity will be up there with him. Yeah, and so in 2 Corinthians, says we're conf- confident and would like to... Um, we believe it's better to be with the Lord than in the body. And so Paul's talking about a tent, a temporary dwelling, and then going to live in an eternal dwelling like a castle. Um, that's a beautiful image. Uh, the next one, group number seven. Over here, Robin Pung. which one did you have? Uh, John 14, 1 to 2. Uh, basically, Jesus talking to the disciples and telling them, well, they're obviously gloomy, they're down, they're worried, they're concerned about Jesus. He's telling them not to worry. These things just generally are going to happen... But uh, we believe in God and also to believe in him and he's gone to prepare a, a place for us and further on it tells us he's coming back to take us there so Brilliant. not to be concerned. Excellent and so the verse Robin Pung had is John 14 um, and where it says that Jesus has prepared a room for us ahead of time that there's a mansion that we're going to and um, that we've kind of we're, we're travelling through this life in a tent, and Jesus has literally prepared a room, decorated it. Me and Natalie are watching lots of TV at the moment about decorating houses, you know, like always oh, 60 minute makeover and get the builders in and all that sort of stuff. Whatever, all that sort of stuff. And um, don't tell me you've never watched it. Um, <laughs> I know what you're up to. Um, <laughs> um, but there's this whole sense that jesus has prepared something that's a lot better than a 60 minute makeover it's going to last forever it's not going to last just for that series and then as soon as the builders leave it falls apart but there's a a permanent eternal dwelling and that's where we're all headed and there's a room for each one of us and he's prepared it personally specifically for you knowing who you are what you're about and he he loves it and he's looking forward to spending that eternity with us Um, and then the last one who had number eight did you have another one yeah (coughs) <coughs> What's that, man? Finish strong. Romans 14, verse 8. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. I kind of want to say what Jerry said, and mm. what more can you say? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, Perry was saying about actually living for the Lord is fine, but when he first became a Christian, um, he mentioned he was talking about actually... The whole thing of would I die for the Lord? Like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. if, if I was in a position where yeah. I had to kind of you know be confident in my faith, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a tough one. I would yeah. And so um, a, gr- a great illustration of this, I'm sure. I've, I've actually had several conversations just over this week since Millie's passing about. Yeah what does it look like dying for Jesus there's obviously the early church there was persecution they were literally crucified on the side of the road and lit like burning torches lighting the way into Rome um, there's that kind of which thankfully we're not in that place although others in countries like India and, um, and elsewhere that is a very real reality where churches get stormed for their faith but one of the realities is what happens when you find out that there's, like we've seen, we're in failing bodies that can go wrong and things happen, Uh, that's not the eternal reality but it's our temporal reality Uh, the guy that led me to Jesus, his name was Ken, Um, I worked in his car garage, it's how I met Natalie introduced me, it's how I got baptised it's how I got introduced to leadership, he became like a spiritual father to me, very quickly after meeting Ken we found out, he he was a car mechanic, he had his own garage, that he'd got um, lung cancer from asbestos in brake linings and I watched someone die for christ i watched someone although his body faded away and shriveled away his mesothelioma ate away his lungs and his body very very quickly like really aggressive type of cancer this guy came alive in jesus he didn't once shake his little hands at god and say this is unjust um he said that if all of his like having his business in his garage had only been about seeing me come to faith then it was all worth it and you just think wow this is just amazing like he's not going to see his grandkids he's not going to he missed his son's wedding who got married the day before us he missed being best man at our wedding and it was just so you know but i saw someone live for jesus and i saw someone die well for jesus and that would be my encouragement is if we have any hope in these verses is it's not about now and i've seen what it's like when people it doesn't mean there's no emotion caught to it doesn't mean that we don't grieve which we should like tunji and Uh, Millie's family are going to be rightly grieving and some of us will be rightly grieving I was rightly grieving in the week, I didn't really even know Millie but when you're in a small community like this, we we all rejoice with those who rejoice and we suffer with those who suffer we mourn with those who mourn Um, and so for us as a church it's going to affect us all differently we're going to have questions about words that came and faith for healing but yeah, I think ultimately is that those words assured us that Jesus knows Millie and he knows he's prepared a room for her. And right now she's reveling in that. And that's the most beautiful thing. Um, and so that's the hope I choose to put my, my, my life in, my faith in, because what else do I put it in? Where else do we go, like we were saying last week? Um, and so I just want you to take a moment on your tables just to pray with one another. Whatever this kicks up for you, this whole season, all this stuff we're looking at, Um, let's just pray for one another for a moment or two. Um, It might not be about this. It might be something that's coming up in the week, like that's a big deal to you and you need Jesus to come through. Uh, But we'll just do that and then we'll pack up and we'll go home. Is that all right? Well done, guys.